Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Maybe we found love right where we are. Maybe we found love right where we are. And we found love right where we are. It's now time for news headlines with Molly on the Big Party Show. Good morning. This Action 3 News weather alert update is brought to you by Exarban ARS Heating, Cooling, and Plumbing. Spotty showers, 73 for the high. The weekend, we're looking at a slight chance of rain on Saturday, but a high of 80. Again, Sunday, maybe some nighttime showers, a high of 85. Right now, 55 degrees. Watch Jim Flowers and the weather alert team on Action 3 News. There's no safer place in a storm. It's 6.06. Here are your news headlines. Well, workers are getting their uh, hands full today. They're getting ready for one of Omaha's biggest parties. Tonight is the reception for the Berkshire Hathaway shareholders meeting. And it runs from 6 to 9 at Regency Borsheim's. So this is the big one, you know, the evening event at Borsheim's. Maybe people are going to take advantage of buying that special anniversary uh, (laughs) diamond. I love watching the news and they say, well, you may want to steer clear from the Nebraska furniture mart and... uh, uh, if you're worried about traffic and stuff right. like that. And Borshine, it's like, okay. So, yeah, deals galore this weekend, huh? Imagine, though, if you totally were in a media blackout and you're yeah. just like, hey, this Saturday we are going to go get that couch from Nebraska. <laughs> yeah, we're going to go shopping. <laughs> exactly. You go, you're stuff. like, why? Uh, yeah, the reception is tonight. And then tomorrow, Saturday morning, doors open for the sh- the stockholders meeting at 7.30 a.m. at the CenturyLink Center. Yeah, so, that's a big deal, though. That's what's Warren Buffett going to say. Yep. And then the videos the video. always have celebrities. You and, wonder if it's like House of Cards this year. You know what I mean? He's always really timely. Like, he'll always get, like, some school. Didn't he get uh, the guys from Breaking Bad? Well, the video. Um, was it's a video, right? Yeah, it's a video, not, but not I mean, it's like here, but uh, yeah, well, no, I don't know. I don't but know it's a pretty cool production type yeah. of deal. Uh, so Sunday there is a 5K run downtown, so a lot of activities going on. Firefighters evacuated a South Omaha bar after a carbon dioxide scare. Someone smelled uh, a foul odor. Um, felt lightheaded at the new old bar at 10th and Bancroft. This happened around seven o'clock last night. Hazmat crews found that carbon dioxide was coming from tanks used to pressurize the beer taps. Paramedics did check out some of the people on the scene, but thankfully no one had to go to the hospital. And Omaha firefighters have signed off on a four-year contract. The union negotiated with Mayor Gene Stothert's administration. It calls for a 2% pay increase in 2016 and then a 3% raise after that. There would also be no layoffs through 2018. In addition, the union will now manage the firefighters' health care plan. And Omaha health officials are warning about listeria contamination. Douglas County officials say that no reported cases have been documented yet, but some Omaha High V stores were careful this week by removing some questionable pasta salad from shelves. The scare comes a week after Bluebell Ice 
ice cream and 23 other states recalled all its ice cream after Listeria killed three people in Kansas and sickened others. Bluebell is not sold in Nebraska. It's, it's Listeria hysteria. Listeria yeah. hysteria. Uh, cattle ranchers in Nebraska have something a little extra to be proud of this month. Governor Pete Ricketts has declared May Beef Month here Good. in Nebraska. A whole month dedicated to beef. We didn't think that every day is beef day. That was just sad. That's all we already had a beef month. So did I. How did it go this? How did it go under the radar this long? So apparently May is uh, all about the beef. Um, The governor is going to hold a new news conference later today to make it all official. But this is the crazy thing. CNN is calling Omaha one of the top meat cities in America, but we're like twelfth on the list. Like I don't understand how that's possible. Omaha was given high marks for Nebraska's ranking as the number two beef producer in the country. Well, All right, so we're the number two beef producer. Producer. And then right. what's the list? We came in 12th on the list of, like, best beef cities. And what well, is, what is on the list? list? Yeah. Well, it, uh, number one is New York. Because okay. it's going to go by what restaurants yeah, and, and how they cook and New them. York City is the number one in the world for yeah, restaurants, Yeah, they, right? they have number one uh, for steakhouses, steakhouses, New York City rec- uh, ranked first. I can see that, absolutely. They came in third for consumption and third for experts. I mean, we're going to be beat on consumption just because they've got a billion people there. And probably the better steakhouses, but what's, no, what's number two, Momo? Kansas City. Okay. We got beat out by KC. Three is Chicago. Four, Austin, Texas, and rounding up the top it's five, Lexington, North KC, Carolina. KC, you think Ruth Chris's, right? Yeah. yeah. And that kind of stuff. Right. Chicago's got a bunch of uh, steak places, don't they? Yeah. Uh, Chicago's got a ton of yeah. uh, a ton of steak houses, uh, where, plus where, the beef stuff. What's your rank this year? Uh, Chicago's third, uh, Kansas City's two, and the number one's New York. I mean, for the size of the city, we only have really a few um, really great uh, steakhouses, don't we? Yeah, but Lexington, you know? North I mean, Carolina uh, came in fifth. What's that, Mo? Lexington, North Carolina came in fifth. I'm like, uh, I think we should be next Lexington, but they're the barbecue capital. Well, 12th like, is still pretty damn good. Yeah, yeah. But this is, this is the, the uh, popular caller stat. Okay. Nebraska uses 93% yes. of its available land... In one way or another, is used to house, feed, or process cattle. Drop the mic. We're out. I mean, you're you're welcome, Earth. Wow, ninety three percent. If you wonder what we do in Nebraska, ninety three percent of our available land, in one way or another, is used to house, feed, or process cattle. That can't be accurate. That's awesome. This is according to CNN. It's a little, I know, CNN. I love the fact, though, that CNN threw out some love for Johnny's Cafe down by the stockyards. Good. Yeah, third-generation family-owned steakhouse near the Omaha stockyards that's been in business for nearly a century. They're saying, you know, they're throwing business their way. Say Johnny's is notable for a Chateaubriand and a one-pound prime rib. Um, So they're saying that it's worth every penny. Uh, It's also, uh, you know, we also are home to Omaha Steaks here in Omaha. And, and the uh, beef sticks. They've got beef sticks at uh, Omaha Steaks. Yes. <laughs> Among other it's, things. Uh, it's like a Slim Jim. It oh, is it's not like a Slim Jim. No, it's a, it's a Slim Jim on crack cocaine. It's huge. 
Last time you seen a Slim Jim, I, I saw one the other day, and it was the size of a toothpick. Wouldn't that be a Slim Jim on steroids? No, they make giant. They like make crack giant cocaine. I guess you're like right. Missing yeah. toothed. It'd be a sad, straggly looking. But there's others. I mean, there's tons of. And we got, uh, God, we got Anthony's. We've got uh, the Drover. You got Piccolo Pete's, and yeah. So I just think 12 is pretty good. I mean, it's a good list. Sebastian's so. is yeah. a good steakhouse. Mm-hmm. All of them are just going to get uh, hammered flooded. This week. Yeah. With uh, people that are in town. We're not, but the thing is, is to w- tell people, since we are the number two uh, beef producer in the country, we're not going to run out. Like, we're going to be, you're okay on steak. Like, it's, don't worry, there's not going to be, like, a, a mad rush. Um, a prisoner who rode in a Baltimore police van with Freddie Gray is sharing his side of the story. Uh, this guy said that the, um, uh, the Washington Post reported on a police document. They say they misquoted him as saying his, he thought Gray was trying to hurt himself in the van. Uh, the guy went on the record and said that they were, quote, trying to make it seem like I told them that, like Freddie Gray did that to himself. But he told the interviewee that he feared for his life, came forward to get his credibility straight. Uh, Gray suffered a spinal injury after he was arrested and transported in the police van back on April 12th. Yeah, he broke his neck in a van. I started thinking dark, like, God, did that prisoner do it to him? No, they were separated. Oh, they were separated. They had a panel. The theory is that they're saying that he heard him boom, boom, boom. Doing stuff. Um, He's now saying, well, I only heard banging for a brief moment. Right. Uh, so who knows? But what? What? Are they saying the autopsy that he had a bolt-sized indent, uh, and the matching the bolt in the in the van? Okay. Who knows? Clearly, something. Well, and it's went, did he do that to himself or did someone help him? You know what I mean? Like, there's all the you know speculation. I know. Uh. The sad, spooky thing is, is that we've got a nation that's ready for a fight. I mean, it's not yes, taking much. You're right. I mean, you can go find it. Well, and we're um, gearing up for summer. That's the thing. I mean, if it's like this, and the weather's the not even hot media yet. Media just pours gasoline all over the fire. I mean, they show up with their live trucks. Uh-huh. Are you going to riot? You know what I mean? Yes. That's just, it's not healthy for. And I think we all want reform. I don't want, you know, you don't, you don't want p- police brutality and Black Lives Matter and all that. I mean, if I'm seeing that on the news, I'm mad. If they're telling me that's what's happening, um,. You know, you're going to run down there and yeah. we used Go to make that, kind of make that tacky joke, but we used to say, geez, what would get us to riot right. when we were watching Arab Spring and, and that kind of stuff. And it's like, I think Didn't you, we got, say steak? you got people that are ready to riot and you got to be careful of don't fan the flames. <laughs> Doesn't it, I feel like the media coverage is just, especially CNN, they are just obsessed with disaster porn. Yeah. What, whatever it is, though, all of those twenty-four hour news networks, whether it's MSNBC or Fox or CNN, I mean, it's just so filling the, the hours. Only positive that comes out of it for me yeah. is obviously one social change. You want social change, but then as a gaudy spectator, I can't wait to see those reporters get tear gassed. Yeah, <laughs> I'm with you. I think they should have directly start tear gassing them. You're like, oh, when, when, please, when can it happen? <laughs> that was funny. Eyes so watering. I mean, all the CNN guys, Don Lemon, all of them standing there, and all of a sudden you hear, thung, 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 I think, I think that's, I think that's tear gas. <laughs> and then the next thing <laughs> trying to kill the tears, the yeah. Uh, officials in Nepal. Um, they're, okay, so this is amazing. $12 million is on its way to Nepal to help the earthquake survivors. Facebook. People on Facebook open up their wallets. You know, if, I don't know if you've noticed when you've gone online that there's the little banner at the top saying if you want to give, you just go ahead and it's a click away. And we're going to give them cash? 
Well, it's, you know, I mean, basically, we're going to send $12 million, $12 million, million dollars in relief funds going over to Nepal. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg says more than 500,000 users on Facebook donated roughly $10 million wow. to the nonprofit International Medical Corps in just two days. And then Facebook is matching the donations with $2 million. So this International Medical Corps is uh, um, basically it'll immediately send the money. It's going to provide like medical care, medicine, supplies to the hardest hit communities. They're saying that uh, the death toll from last weekend's giant earthquake is now more than 6,100 people, nearly 14,000 injured. Uh, there's, it's the country's finance minister says Nepal will need at least $2 billion to rebuild it was a 7.8 magnitude earthquake, and it's just the first estimate. The UN estimates two million people in the company uh, in the uh, country of Nepal are in dire need of shelter, food, water, medicine, and you know, um, UNO students are stepping up. They're leading, uh, lending a hand to the recovery effort in Nepal. Uh, students are collecting supplies like first aid kits, baby supplies. Uh, two on-campus locations at UNO are going to accept the donations through 5 o'clock today. So it's at the Community Engagement Center near 64th and Dodge and the Kiewit Center on South uh, 67th Street. Uh, that is your uh, news update on Omaha's number one hit music station, Channel 94.1. All right, 8 a.m. Uh, hour. Uh, we'll just tell you there's, there's something going on that hour, so we'll make sure you stay here. We'll let you know about everything going on at 720 because the 10K in May starts today. All right, you get qualified when you hear that sounder, and we'll hook you up with 100 bucks. The total amount of cash you're giving away this month, by the way, is $20,000, and someone will, I repeat, will grab a check for 10k so it's no joke here uh, so make sure you stay here 618 your high today is going to be it's not going to be too bad it uh, looks like 73 is going to be your high 80 tomorrow and then sunday we have 85 the only gig is we see some uh, a lot of clouds and maybe some showers here and there right now it's 55 degrees you're listening to the big party show on omaha's number one hit music station have you heard? 42 Degrees Pipes and Tobacco now has two convenient locations. 42 Degrees in Millard, and now 42 Degrees South at 30th and L, across from Little Caesars. 42 Degrees Pipes and Tobacco, by your mom's house. Here it is, May already. Big Party Show on Omaha's number one hit music station. Show 94.1. All right, good morning. 938-9400. That number's important because we're giving away $100 today. When you get that $100, you're going to be in the running for 10K. All right, that's $10,000. And I'll be running in a 10K, which would be an awful promotion. Congratulations, you're running 10K. <laughs> you're like, what? <laughs> I thought it was, no, you are, get your sweats on. Uh, 720 will announce all the times you need to be listening, so uh, make sure you stick around here and tune in at 720. All right, we got a special guest on the phone. Yes, she'll be in town uh, on Wednesday for the uh, Coleman event, Pink Ribbon Gala. Um, The uh, award-winning journalist... And cancer, breast cancer survivor, Koki Roberts. Koki. Koki, good morning. Hi, guys. How are you doing? Good. Doing well. Oh, and gal. Yes. (laughs) An extra bonus. A very very big big bonus. (laughs) Koki, we're uh, we're big fans of yours. Uh, We've been enjoying so much of your your work on television. 
Um, talk about uh, qu- quickly the, the event that you have coming to town. So this it's, week. A, it's the first ever Pink Ribbon Gala that the uh, Susan G. Komen for the Cure uh, Breast Cancer ad- well, Advocates Against Breast Cancer <laughs> are having, and it's next Wednesday, the sixth. It's at the Scholar. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Ballroom. Um, and uh, it's going to be a great event. Uh, I gather their tickets still for sale, uh, but uh, it is a. It's obviously to benefit uh, the wonderful research and outreach programs that Susan G. Komen does. You all know about that. Yes. Um, but the, you know, uh, Nebraska still needs a lot of help in terms of of. Uh, getting mammograms for people, getting early detection to save those lives. And you're a survivor as well, right? Yes. Okay. Did Was you... it early detection detection that you that helped catch? Ketchup? Well, probably uh, it was. Yes, my my regular my regular annual checkup. Uh, the doctor felt something suspicious, and yes, I it was it was invasive, but it but it still was not uh, it not it didn't kill me. <laughs> no, that's great. And how many years <laughs> cancer-free are you? Uh, let's see. It must be about um, 12, 13 in there, so good, a good many. Yes, congratulations. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. But I'm very much looking forward to being in Omaha. I love being in Omaha, and uh, this is going to be a great event. I, I think that um, this is a good idea. You know, there's, of course, they uh, they always participate in the Race for the Cure, but having another event to try to raise money to, to uh, serve the community is terribly important. Well, as, as a girl who doesn't necessarily walk or run, but does like to eat, this yeah, is there lovely. You go. <laughs> I'm right there with you, Molly. I'm, <laughs> I I'm love always, any chance I to help. Said, I, I always said I'd do anything for the cure except run. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is more my speed. I'm like, oh, you know, there's a cocktail uh, hour? Right, exactly. I'll talk as much as you want me to, but that running thing, not so much. Keep the food coming. <laughs> Tell us about your book, Capital Dames. Well, it is a, my newest history book. It's uh, about to hit the New York Times bestseller week, uh, list this weekend, I'm happy to say. Fabulous. Congratulations. Yeah, that is good. Thank you. And it's, uh, it's about women in the Civil War in Washington, and uh, they are great ladies. It's, they are fun and fascinating and, and very uh, feisty. Uh, and uh, it's, it tells you how the Civil War changed the role of women in America and changed the role of Washington in the country. Who was your favorite lady that you ended up, you know, I mean, was did you know going in, like, this is going to be my favorite? No, I didn't even know who they were going in. I, oh, cool. I really had to find out who, who to write about. Um, but they, I, you know, I'm never good at these favorite questions because they're all so different from each other. But right. one, but one you would like, I mean, one I admire greatly and admire much more now that I've learned more about her is Clara Barton. But I, I wouldn't want to hang with her. Um, she, <laughs> she, she was not a, she was not a barrel of laughs. But uh, the, um, there were a bunch who were here in Washington. Uh, before the war as political wives, like Verena Davis, the wife of Jefferson Davis. Or, okay. Uh, and, they were, and they were terrific. And she, she's somebody I'd definitely like to hang with. Did you get into Mary Todd Lincoln at all? Well, you have just... to. You know, it's the Civil War, and she was the first lady. But, right. But, boy, she is tough. You know, wow. uh, not an easy person to like. Today, we, today, I think she would be diagnosed as bipolar. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, she was seriously, I mean, you read this stuff. I've read a couple, like, historical and, like, historical fiction, and I'm fascinated by, I mean, she was, I mean, like, Lincoln had his hands full at home. Yes, but he loved her. It was yeah. a true love match, but, um, 
but she, and she was politically very astute, and and she kind of found him and made him. But on the other hand, she had such a temper, and and she was so volatile, and she uh, she didn't have any governor on her mouth or on her spending. So she could, you know, get in all kinds of trouble. And, of course, I mean, what's always great about the reason I love writing history books is because they are so, um, they always have such good object lessons for the present. So the First Lady, Mrs. Lincoln, was accused of leaking the State of the Union message to the New York Herald in exchange either for good publicity or for money, depending on whose story you're reading. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then Congress launched an investigation into the first lady's communications. <clears throat> and um, she, uh, as far as I know, did not have a private server, but she did, uh, she did have communications that she definitely did not want the Congress to know about. And the president had to go to Capitol Hill and beg the Republican Congress not to embarrass him by subpoenaing his wife. Really? Yes. So. We've got Koki Roberts joining us on the phone. She's going to be in Omaha this week to speak. Koki, I was always fascinated with when, with uh, the Civil War history of how the men went off to fight the war, but it took the women basically to bring the men home, and I mean the yeah. deceased. There were no, there weren't national cemeteries prior oh, to the Civil War. Oh, that's true. And in fact, um, well, they started burying uh, Union dead at Arlington because it was Robert E. Lee's. Uh, home and and the Union Quartermaster General thought that was a nice irony, but um, but there was nothing before that. That's true. And in fact, the the historic Congressional Cemetery here in Washington uh, was where they started burying people, but it was nowhere near big enough. Uh, they did bury there the couple of dozen very young women who worked in the arsenal here. There was a, you know, there was an equivalent of Rosie the Riveter in World War II. Was there really? I mean, in the Civil War, yes. These these women who worked in the uh, making munitions. And um, there was a horrible explosion at the arsenal here. And a couple of dozen young women were killed. And they had uh, thousands of people showed up for the funeral, uh, wow. led, led by President Lincoln and Secretary of War Stanton. Um, and they are they were buried at Congressional Cemetery, but then they did start burying soldiers at the soldiers' home and all of that. But after the war, Clara Barton is the person who identified them all, um, or at oh, least gosh. the Union soldiers. She identified tens of thousands of graves and put markers on them so that those soldiers had the dignity and respect of of being known, not unknown. Koki, wow. who are your journalistic icons that we've always enjoyed you on television? You um, battling it on TV with uh, with with all the greats, <laughs> and, and I, I and I always love watching you with with the men because you 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 do so well. You're you're I, so I, iconic. I was, I was waiting to hear the end of that sentence. You're <laughs> such a yeah. You're, you're but you're such a perfect parallel. Who who were your female journalistic icons? Well, you have to remember that uh, when I came into journalism, there weren't very many females. Um, now now that I've read the history, uh, I find some wonderful ones from this period. In fact, um, there's some great women reporters in my book. Um, Oh, there's one named Mary Clemmer Ames, who's a pretty straight shooter, but most of them, you know, have are are on um, are on their hobby horses with with abolition and suffrage. Uh, but uh, one of them, Jane Swisshelm, was the first woman to report out of the Capitol press gallery, 
but she was quickly kicked out of the Capitol Press Gallery for writing vicious truths, <laughs> which was that uh, Daniel Webster was a drunk. And so they, they didn't like the fact that she actually told the truth about somebody, which was kind of true when I came into journalism, too, that the men all had kind of this this vow of omerta where they didn't uh, write about candidates' uh, character, and mm-hmm. the women said, what's with that? Right. Wow. <laughs> it's kind of interesting. I mean, yeah. because, you know, there's maybe like this little bit of a, I, I, for lack of a better term, boys club. And then Absolutely. you come in and there's just how um, maybe a, a, a female instinct a, approaches a story. And it's all still very told, you know, journalistically, but it's just the facts that a woman would choose to include. Right. In right. Her, and, in her and, coverage. You know, and, and we also tend to think that the way men treat women actually makes the difference. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, how about that? Right. Hey, we got Koki Robertson. Koki, what do you think about Brian Williams and the whole deal uh, with well, that you know, situation? Brian is a really nice guy yeah. who, who made a, a dumb mistake, and um, and I I don't know what's going to happen. I, it's it's going to be hard to come back from because you know once you become the butt of sat, of late night I comedians, uh, it's very difficult to. To overcome that, but yeah. we'll see what happens there. Okay. Um, well, Koki, we're excited to have yeah. you. At well, Omaha. I'm excited to be there for the Susan G. Common Pink Ribbon Gala next Wednesday, May 6th. You know, well, you said you've been in Omaha before. Oh, what, sure. For a business or pleasure? Uh, I've never been there for pleasure, but it's always nice to be there. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're missing the uh, Berkshire uh, Hathaway. Well, I have, but I have been there to interview Warren Buffett, and okay. that, that is that is always a treat. And boy, are the stakes good. Okay, okay. sure. <laughs> and one last thing, uh, Koki, before we go, uh, Pacquiao or Mayweather? Who's going to win that fight? Oh, now you're really out of my. <laughs> hey, you never May, know. Mayweather, what a what the heck? That's All a right. good call. That's a good call. All right, capital. All games. I know is last night my grandsons were imitating them, and I had to get in the middle of it. Oh, really? Ooh. You're the referee, huh? Oh. They're like, listen, we're not paying ninety nine bucks on pay per view to watch you two kids fight. Go to your room. Exactly, you got it. Koki, thank you. We'll see you next week, dear. Okay, thank. Good to be with you. All right, good to be with you. Thank you, Koki Roberts. The book is. Capital Dame. She'll be here Wednesday of next week for the uh, Pink Ribbon Gala with Susan G. Coleman. Fascinating. Yeah. Fabulous lady. Yeah, we got celebrities coming up next with Molly. All right. Bruce Jenner. He is uh, maybe going to be taking on um, an old career once again. We'll tell you about that. And is George Clooney pulling a Kanye on his wife? We'll tell you about that. What that means coming up next. All right. Megan's uh, got traffic. Megan, what's up? Well, things are looking good to begin the drive. No accidents or stalls, but as always, lots of roadworks keep you on your toes. 73rd and Mercy has various lane restrictions, and traffic will be head-to-head in the westbound lanes at 90th and Maples. Use extra caution in those spots. And looking at really light volumes on the interstates right now, everything is moving along at the posted speeds. I'm Megan Reeder, and that's a traffic update on the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. All right, thanks, Megan. 638, you're high. going to be 73. It's 55 right now. You're listening to the Big Party Show on Omaha's number one hit music station. Channel 94.1. When I decided to build my... Listening to the Big Party Show on Omaha's number one hit music station. Shadow 94.1. All right, 647. You got 73 for your high spot. Showers this weekend, a lot warmer. They're saying 80, 85 for Saturday and Sunday. Uh, and some slight chances of some rain mostly in the night, it looks like. But uh, 55 degrees right now. All right, celebrity news of Molly. 
So uh, it was a week ago that Bruce Jenner's uh, interview with Diane Sawyer aired, the 2020 interview on ABC. And basically in that uh, two-hour interview, Bruce Jenner revealed that, yes, he is indeed transitioning to uh, to to a female. Um, and I, apparently now the word comes that Bruce Jenner is preparing to revive uh, an old career of his, motivational speaking. Um, you know, it was really lucrative for him in the past. And now, you know, like he's 65-year-old Olympian. He, I guess he used to earn $5,000 per engagement in the late 70s. And, and now so, it's going mean, to be in the millions, well, and, and all sure. you Think about that when you're a star thousand, athlete. Yeah. You, all you, you tell is your training story. Right. You know, yeah. how you want to medal. Maybe your, your difficulties, your hurdles you had to jump through, stuff right. like that. Don't give up. And blah, you're blah, blah, staring out into the audience of a bunch of people that are like, how long, how long do we got to be here? <laughs> it's corporate America. <laughs> right. Yes. And they pay for it. And so now this is going to be a different gig. It's not going to be 5000 which was a lot back then, by the way. Oh, yeah. So tens of thousands. This is going I to be guarantee a lot. you that yeah. Chris Jenner or Chris Gen- Kardashian Jenner is probably still his manager. Um, but, you know, the idea that here he is, he's a public figure, formal, you know, he's an Olympian and, uh, and now a trans, you know, a, joining the trans community he's transitioning he probably has a lot to say and a lot of people that want to hear yeah, but his message just out selling it i mean he's he's peddling yes. his story he yes. absolutely is i know i was reading somewhere where someone's like you know give him a private it was like he's not a private person transitioning He's making it very much for public consumption. And I mean, for, he's for profit, of yes, course. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, he's being paid for these interviews. He's putting mm-hmm. himself out there. And so I, I think that that's different than a private person choosing to do this and it just becomes something that you're talking about. This is somebody who is getting paid to share their experience. And therefore, I think that you kind of have to weather the storm. Well, you know? anybody, anybody else is going, not anyone else, but uh, people that would be the, uh, the opposite of that model would be like, well, they're getting the word out. He's getting the word out. He's our spokesperson for it. Yes. Yes. That's what you got to remember. It is for, for this profit. This isn't like a so. news interview where he came <laughs> on or, you know, or whatever. I mean, yeah. the, these are paid engagements where he's choosing at a price to share, you know, personal information about himself. He's also, keep in mind, going to be doing that show for E! Where it's going to be basically, you know, a reality show on his transition. He's very much profiting. So if you're at the, maybe a year from now, you're at the... One o'clock speaking engagement for Dunder Mifflin. Right. Bruce will be up on stage in heels and a dress. You'll be picking around your uh, chicken salad sandwich on a croissant sandwich that you got from the buffet line that they ordered from Jimmy John's or whatever. Try not to nod off as you make eye contact with a buddy going, I have two drink tickets. You're like, bonus when this is over. Get in the bar. (laughs) Why can't we hit it now? Uh, so there are reports that George Clooney is a little bit of a fashion diva when it comes to his wife, Amal. Taking a page out of Kanye West's book, I guess uh, George Clooney has started telling wife Amal what she should wear. Um, there are sources that are saying that Clooney is very involved in selecting her looks. Uh, I guess George will watch her try on clothes and say, I like that, you should get it, or uh-uh, not that. Um, I guess he likes to make sure that she is always camera ready. 
Well, so, I, which might women, be... I thought women like that sometimes. They have the get home or whatever and have their dress laid out and, and everything like that. No? <laughs> no? It depends on the relationship. I mean, my husband <clears throat> wouldn't know his way through my closet. Well, that's different. You'd you look know. like a clown. If, right, yeah. exactly. I'd be like, wow, are you sure you want me to wear this Guinness t-shirt with these sweatpants? I mean, it would be, I don't know if I would be able to, you know, take his opinion, but... I think that maybe in this case also, maybe she's very searching for George's input because now she's gone from being, you know, a human rights attorney to married to one of the biggest stars in the world. And There's he's only, always wearing a tuxedo. And he's always wearing a tuxedo. And he always has two drink tickets, no matter what time it is. Uh, today is the day Avengers Age of Ultron hits theaters. I'm so excited. I don't know whether to go today or to, like, make another chance over the weekend but uh the avengers crew is back so, i saw it everyone's freaking out i know it looks so good it looks so good so robert downey jr as tony stark's iron man we have got chris evans as captain america chris hemsworth as thor uh scarlett johansson as black widow and mark ruffalo as the hulk all teaming back up nobody fight. can beat iron man though he's the best really yes when he makes that whatever that sound effect that's what i think is the whole <laughs> nut that Whatever, when he has to hit the brakes. Powers up. Yeah. No, you the thing, he does it four. whenever he's flying around. He's always hitting that. It makes right. that sound when he activates his hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the best. You and can't you, do any better. You think that's better than, than Thor? Thor? You know, Thor, you know, it's all just... Well, man, we know you like him, but... Eye candy. It Come does, on. You know, he doesn't fit. He's just a guy oh. uh, wearing his underwear, holding <laughs> on to a, a, a stupid hammer. Underwear? He's got clothes on, something. I don't know. I, I just like looked at his face. I was going to say, I, honestly, I don't know what. I know he has a cape. And then Hawkeye, what is he? Hawkeye is the uh, is Jeremy Renner. He's the uh, archer. He just shoots bows. Like, I mean, in theory, that kind of works. Um, Scarlett Johansson character, what does she do? She's Black Widow. She's basically, she used to be a Russian. Now she's fighting for oh, the she's Americans. Just she's just basically a, a, you know, a, a, a gun for hire. She's an assassin. Some of those scenarios in the first one when all the aliens are coming around, you look around the room, and it's not an even distribution of resources. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, the three of you guys just get out of the way. Iron Man's going to do everything. Thor did a lot. He's a go- demigod. That is your uh, news up- celebrity news update on Omaha's number one hit music station, Channel 94.1. All right, your high today. Looks like it's going to be at 73. All right, may see some spotty showers here and there this weekend, a lot warmer. Uh, we're going to be in the 80s and to the mid-80s by Sunday. Right now it's 55 degrees. Uh, next hour, 720-ish, we're going to let you know uh, when you need to be listening to a score. You're part of $20,000 getting a run to win 10K. So 10K in May starts today in the whole month, okay? Uh, so make sure you tune in to find out those times. we got news coming up first, though, Molly. All right, we're able to get into it this hour. The four things women wear when they're in a good mood. Hopefully it'll be a good weekend. We'll tell you about that coming up next. All right, 654. You're listening to The Big Party Show on Omaha's number one hit music station. Why would you complete your degree at Creighton University? Because you believe that it's never too late to finish what you started. You want a degree that's affordable and has lifelong value. At Creighton, we consider all your prior learning, including work experience, to build on the foundation you already have. Visit adultdegrees.creighton.edu and sign up for an information session on May 7th. Completing your degree may be closer than you thought possible. 
Find out about our scholarships and special tuition for adult students. Learn how our academic advisors will help you create a plan tailored to your goals. And discuss our online degree completion programs ideal for working adults. Whether you want to advance your career or change directions, our online or on-campus programs will help you succeed. Why Creighton? Because you're more than just a student. This is more than just an education. Visit adultdegrees.creighton.edu and sign up for an upcoming information session on May 7th. Getting the most out of your body starts with what you put into it. Hi, I'm John Detman, nationally recognized Wisconsin Strength and Conditioning Coach. I've been in the business of helping athletes perform at their peak for more than 30 years. And what I've learned is that how you feel your body is critical to the success you have. After any workout, your body needs the right mix of carbohydrates,